Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I'm not good. I'm the one who's bad. It's not you. All right. Sorry for lying to you. Over the years, I confess I've had mixed feelings about Nicole Kidman. Despite her obvious appeal, I'm also told she's one of the nicest people in the business. I kept feeling I was watching acting going on. But recently, she's turned in some extremely convincing performances, notably in Secret in Their Eyes and Lion. However, in Destroyer, acting once again makes its presence felt. If we do this, we accept the consequences. Do you love me? You know I do. The structure of Destroyer is one of those too clever by about three quarters time travel flashback thrillers. It opens on a bleary shot of a punch drunk Nicole reeling after yet another night out. She's Erin Bell, a once hotshot LA cop who burned out spectacularly after, well, after something happened. Spent all my life scrapping. Jealous, hungry, scared. I wanna find something decent, something good. You think you've seen burnouts before, often played by Bruce Willis or Mel Gibson. Well, they're lightweights compared with Erin Bell. Bell staggers out of her crapmobile because she sees a police investigation going on by the aqueduct. Is she a drunken passerby? No, it seems she's still on the payroll, though her colleagues aren't expecting much in the way of forensic insights. Who is it? No ID, no idea. But this is just the start, and as is often the case in thrillers like this, much of Destroyer is in the backstory. Stand by for flashbacks, and not just the occasional woozy memory. These are industrial strength flashbacks, reminiscent of the bewildering Memento starring fellow Australian Guy Pearce. I know your whole story. Placing our agent undercover, she'll look right enough next to our guy. And we're following more than one timeline here, a trend that's becoming as common as it is often irritating. First, we take Erin back to her first big undercover job, where she has to pretend to be the girlfriend of colleague Chris, played by Captain America's Sebastian Stan. All right, kiss me. Why? So I know. I don't want to look surprised the first time it happens in public. Dead serious. 
Aaron and Chris are investigating a gang of brutal bank robbers led by a borderline psychotic played by Toby Cabell, who, as far as I know, has never played anything else. Even in the Planet of the Apes, he was the bad egg. Something clearly went on during that ill-fated operation, but our visits to that part of the past are so brief and fragmented that it's hard to keep tabs on what happened and how it affected Aaron's grip on reality. You chose to play cops and robbers. And you lost. No! No, you cops! Meanwhile, another strand of the past is unravelling and needs attending to. Erin's relationship with her daughter Shelby, who's clearly going off the rails. This is hardly surprising, we're told, with the example she's been set by her mother. I know what it's like to grow up bad. Jealous, hungry, scared. I didn't want that for you. During these conversations, we flash back to events in mother and daughter's lives, and then to mother and her mother's life. Erin's own mum was even worse than Erin, apparently. And we also regularly flash back to Chris and Erin's adventures playing with bank robbers, trying to piece together where it all went wrong. Oh, and investigating that murder at the start of the film, remember? I'm mad. I'm still mad. It's burned a circuit in my brain. And all the time we're peering at Nicole Kidman, half fascinated, half repulsed by her makeup job. How could her face look like such a car wreck while keeping her figure as trim and model-like as ever? And more to the point, what's with that voice? You can be better than me. It's part Clint Eastwood with a hangover, part the Wicked Witch in the old Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, all presumably in aid of the proposition that if we enjoy watching male burnt-out cops, then why wouldn't we go for a female version? No reason at all, I suppose, but it's a big if. My own level of burnt-out former cop tolerance tends to stop at Humphrey Bogart or Jack Nicholson in Chinatown. To paraphrase a fake Australian, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, I think Nicole Kidman is guilty of going full burnt-out rather than Hollywood burnt-out. Never go full burnt-out, Nicole, not even for the Golden Globes. I just want to do one good thing. 